Welcome to Pinewoods Chapel. We're glad you're here. Here's Pastor Chris Atkinson. Throughout the year, there are days set aside to celebrate different groups of people. Today, we are celebrating moms. A mother's love is always unique and fitting for our circumstances. Their tireless effort each day should not go unnoticed. Today, we need to say thank you to the moms and women in our lives that have impacted us in so many ways. Make sure you reach out to a mom in your life today, letting them know how important they are to you. God has always used moms and women in a unique way in the church, the family of God. When we look at the stories of scripture, we see multiple women and moms being used by God to expand God's kingdom, to do important tasks, and to turn nations back to worshiping God. If you are a mom or a woman, you need to know that God values you in his family. Sometimes over history, we've seen periods of time where women have not been valued in the context of the church. In, in fact, at times there has been great abuses done to women in the church, all in the name of Jesus. It is wrong to not appreciate and support women in the church. What we can't forget is that when God created humanity, he made both men and women in his own image. Women bear the image of God. They reflect who God is. And because of that, God has used women throughout history to accomplish his plans. Today, we're going to look at some examples of incredible moms and women that are great people being used by God in his church. Sometimes, as women, you may not feel valued. Today, we want to take some time and make sure that you feel valued when we're talking about being a part of God's church. So we're going to look at various mothers and women in the context of scripture and just talk about how big of an impact they had. The first one is this lady named Mary. Now you're probably thinking, oh Mary, that must be the mother of Jesus. No, this is a different Mary. So the context is in the book of Acts. You can read about it in Acts chapter 12. And the context is Peter, one of the apostles, is in prison. And he's led out of prison miraculously by an angel. And when he finally realizes that he has been set free, he's out of the prison, he heads directly to this lady's house called Mary. And we're told in Acts chapter 12, verses 12 and 13, about Mary, just this little clip about Mary being the mother of John, Mark. So let me read it for you in Acts chapter 12, verses 12 and 13. So when Peter realized this, realized he was outside of the prison, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose name was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And when he knocked on the door 
of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. So let's just pause for a minute and find out who this person is, because this is really all we're told about. Well, we're told that she's the mom of John Mark. John Mark is actually the person that Paul and Barnabas had a big fight over. You see, John Mark is Barnabas's cousin. You see, Paul later goes on to say about John Mark that he's actually very useful for ministry. We also know from history that this John Mark is also the person who wrote the Gospel of Mark. And here we get this picture of his mom. What we see about his mom is that his mom is an amazing mom. She's this praying woman in Jerusalem and she's opened up her house to have prayer meetings. She's like having a house church in her own home. Now, we also know that she's been discipling her son. And we know also from history that Mary was a relative. And like I said, she was a relative of Barnabas. She's this person of influence in this incredible time of persecution by Herod in Jerusalem. And she finds a way to be this amazing woman. Here's another couple of ladies, Lois and Eunice. Lois is the grandmother of Timothy, Eunice, the mother of Timothy. Over in 1 Timothy 1.5, we read, As I remember your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, Timothy, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And now I am sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Timothy. Here is Timothy. Paul is writing this letter to Timothy, and he's reminding him of the sincere faith that he has, but that it actually first dwelt in his grandmother and his mom. Timothy had the amazing advantage of having godly parents and a godly grandparent where they were discipling him. And we're actually told in 2 Timothy 3.15 that Timothy had known the scriptures from early childhood. That means that his parents and his grandparents have been telling him all about the scriptures from the time that he was young. Well, let's look at Phoebe. Here's another amazing woman, a servant in the church of Censoria. So in Romans chapter 1, verse, or Romans chapter 16, verse 1, we see Paul writing this letter. He says, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who's a servant at the church of Syria, that you may welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and help her in whatever she may need from you, for she has been a patron of many and of myself as well. First, we see here that she's carrying the letter from Paul to the church leaders in Rome. It's a huge responsibility to carry this letter that Paul has written to its destination. Then we find out that she's actually serving in the family of God as a deaconess. Well, what role did deacons play in the early church? Well, they were feeding widows. They were teaching and preaching, catechizing, baptizing people. And Paul then tells us that she's a patron of many and of himself as well. This patron, this, this word that's used here literally means one who stands by in case of need. Here we see this amazing woman 
We don't know if she had children, but her servanthood, her integrity, her unselfishness, her caring and her hospitable nature set her apart. She spoke and lived and served the Christian faith. And she was an amazing woman, and Paul celebrated her for that. Let's not forget Priscilla. Priscilla was a married woman who could be seen doing everything with her husband. We read about her numerous times through the writings of Paul in the New Testament. But one particular one in Romans 16, verses 3 to 5, he says this in his letter to the Romans. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but all the churches of the Gentiles give thanks as well. Greet also the church in their house. This missionary couple were leaders in the church. Having a house church gathering in their home, they also actually corrected and taught Apollos. We see that over in Acts 18, 26. And Priscilla was also familiar with the trials of their time when they placed their life on the line for Jesus. You see, Priscilla was an influencer. She was a teacher, a leader, a risk taker, and she participated in tent-making lifestyles so that they could actually help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. She was an amazing woman. Now, we're not told if she had children, but it's easy to see that she helped and support and encourage the children of God. You see, all of these women, all of these five women that I've described to you, some of them mothers, display for us the importance of women in the church. You see, mothers and women have vital roles in the church. Where would Timothy and John Mark be without their mothers discipling them? Where would the church be if it wasn't for the service of Phoebe and the instruction of Priscilla? All of these mothers and women had vital roles within the church. Vital means absolutely necessary and important. They are essential in the formation and development of the church, God's family. If these women were to be removed from the events of the early church, we would actually not have four letters in the New Testament because four letters would be affected. When we think about Paul writing First and Second Timothy to Timothy, the son of Mary, or, or Romans, as Paul writes the book of Romans, the letter to the Romans, and Phoebe is the one that delivered it. And the Gospel of Mark, well, if Mary had not discipled John Mark and helped him along the way, he would not have written the Gospel of Mark. Now, I am sure you've heard the saying, behind every man, there's a, a better woman. Well, right here, we see that there are four women who had a tremendous impact on the church through their children and activity in the church. Moms, never discount the role that you play and for grandmothers, look at Lois in the story of Timothy. Lois is there for you to remind you that you as a grandmother can play an amazing role with your grandkids. For the single person, be reminded of the impact of Phoebe. She had time to dedicate herself to serving the needs of others. And for those 
who don't have kids, you can still play a, an incredible role in the context of the church. And then there's Priscilla, where she is correcting and leading and teaching this man, Apollos. You see, there are vital roles for women to play in the church. And we need to encourage ladies and moms and women to actually play those roles. Because the church wouldn't be where it is if we didn't have women in those vital roles. Well, moms and women also have diverse roles. When you look at all of the roles that these women played in the church, whether they are praying or hosting a house church or leading a, a house church or discipling their kids or just being an example to the people around them, being a servant or a helper. And think of Phoebe caring for the needs of those in her church. Or, or whether they were teaching and preaching and influencing all of the people around them. Or risking their lives so that people would find out and know about Jesus. When we look at all of that, it's like, wow, they've done a lot of different things. Moms need to be masters of everything. When you look and think about all they do at work, in the home, in the community, moms are this treasure trove of skills that help them do many different things. Now, sometimes mom can get, moms can get burnt out because of the diverse roles that they play. And it's actually important for other people that surround women to make sure that they're getting the rest and the relaxation that they need. It would actually be a disservice to women and to moms to pile on more expectations and stress in these diverse roles that they play. Yes, they have diverse roles, but let the rest of us support them in these roles by giving them the support that they need and appreciating all the different things that they do. Women and moms are incredibly talented people. And God has made them that, that way so that they can be used in the church and the family for the betterment of all. So thank you, moms, for all the vital and diverse roles that you play in the church and in life, in family, in work, in, in business, in the community, in schools. You see, not only do moms and women have vital and diverse roles in the church, they also have celebrated roles. So these five women, Mary, Lois, Eunice, Phoebe, and Priscilla, were celebrated by Luke and Paul as they wrote about them in the scriptures. When people have vital and diverse roles, those people need to be celebrated. And today we are celebrating all moms and women. What are you doing to celebrate the mom or the woman in your life? You see, sometimes because moms and women are always there, we can take them for granted. Don't take your mom for granted. Don't take the women in your life for granted. We need so much to celebrate and appreciate moms and women. Maybe for you today, that means that you need to do something special for the mom in your life to celebrate her. As people who believe in Jesus, 
We, as the church, need to celebrate moms and women because God himself celebrates moms and women. When he created them, he said that they were good. You see, our church has celebrated moms and women this week by sending out little packages of encouragement with items to pamper and celebrate the roles that they play in life, our community, and in faith. Maybe you could do something similar. But if you have not been celebrated and you are a mom or you are a woman, then reach out to us and we would be happy to send you this encouraging package where you know that you are loved by God and appreciated by the people around you. You see, Jesus Christ gives us an example of how to love and celebrate all the important people, all the important women in our lives. May each of us follow the example of Jesus, the apostles, and what we see in Scripture, and recognize the vital and diverse roles that women play in the church, in the context of our communities, and celebrate them. Today, would you join with me as we pray for all the women, the moms around us? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the unique, vital role that moms and women play in our lives, in my life, when I think about my life. Lord, I pray for all of the moms that are listening and connecting with us today, that they would know that they are loved by God, that they would know that people appreciate them. And God, I pray that you would put people around them to celebrate the amazing, vital, diverse roles that they play. Lord, thank you so much for the gift of women. Thank you, Lord, so much for the gift of moms. And Lord, we just pray that in the context of the church, that we, the church, would celebrate women, that we would celebrate moms, and that we would release them to play these vital roles, these diverse roles that we see in Scripture. So God, I thank you so much for the gift of mom. And Lord, I pray for all of us today who are missing our moms and long to talk with them one last time. So God, we give you praise for those special moms in our life. And we ask all of this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the ministry of Pinewoods Chapel, please visit pinewoodschapel.com and click Give. Have a great week.